0: Here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing.
1: Yeah, cause you know, got a cork popped out, boom, it flies like fucking like ten feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know,
0: all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up,
1: and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. ROAR, ROAR, ROAR!
0: Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer.
1: You got to take in all those big, aromatic hops.
0: Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release?
1: Should have never been a fad. The Black IPA is delicious.
0: Hey, and welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chemuski. Brad, what's up, man?
1: I'm Nick White. And we're lounging. We're fucking, lounging, fucking right. We're lounging, man. It's a single hop session, pale ale from Off Color.
0: We like, <laughs> almost never have Off Color.
1: You know they're notorious show. for not making IPAs, and this is the closest I guess we've gotten to that is an American pale ale.
0: Right, five percent. Uh, what Cascade and whole corn, whole cold. Cascade and whole cones. <laughs> yeah. So I thought. <laughs> I thought there was a comma there. No, no I was coin. like, "What's no. this Co- cones?" <laughs> no corn in this beer. Uh, yeah, I was at the store and I was seeing a bunch of off-color stuff, and I saw they have a new beer uh, that they just collaborated with. Shit, um, I am now blinking. It's gonna be available at the tap room this coming week. Allegash? No, it was a restaurant. Dutch Dutch bag.
1: Oh. I don't know, restaurant. Oh
0: no, no I should have looked this up before we started recording. Okay. It was on it was on their Twitter. I think I retweeted it from the Chicago Beer Pass Twitter.
1: There's a couple of otters on this uh on this can. And um a crane and uh, a mouse. Surprise, right. surprise. But
0: off colors always got these black and white cans with the mouse. I think the mouse's name is Troublesome. Troublesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it's been a while. I think the last one I had was a uh, beer for ball games when I was at Sox Park.
1: I get that. that it's yeah. so appropriate.
0: Yeah. I, I saw there was beer for hoops, and that might have been the one with the French vanilla puree or something. And Interesting. I, was like, I don't
1: know if I want that. There was a beer for pizza, I think. Okay. And it was like, um, it was basically like a cherry cola kind of beer. I was out on that. But beer for ball games and this beer for lounging. I'm back in.
0: Yeah. yeah I uh, I feel like sometimes they do hit these ones that you're like, "Yeah," and then you go back for another beer for. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, damn, no."
1: Yeah. It's funny for them, cheers to them, wow. because you know, they they debuted with a troublesome which was a goes. Mm-hmm. And then um you know they had a hard time explaining what a goes was to people so they renamed it like a blended wheat ale, I think. Okay. But then um, they were always known, like you said, for making these kind of esoteric, kind of you know, w- w- weird in and in, in a good way, right? Different beers that you're not used to seeing. Oh, but then they kind of have this other lane now of this beer force series that they really lean into heavy, and it gives them like a nice p- counterbalance to the the the, uh, the wine barrel aged and barrel aged, the blending, the the, yeah. the, the unique yeast strains, all that stuff. Nice counterbalance. And hand. the beer for
0: like naming convention is super smart and very clever because mm. you kind of often will want to take a picture doing that
1: thing. Uh, yeah, beer for dealing with your family is pretty <laughs> hilarious. Uh, okay. yeah.
0: So, yeah. Nice. So we're going to crush a few of these as we uh, talk about some uh, breweries we hit up this past week and right some on. events coming up. Uh, so I was, did I say on the show, or we, Nick has started a rumor that, like, the <laughs> lamp is closing.
1: This is what the street, the streets have said, that this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Right? The people.
0: But the room, what, do we, the rumor
1: is... The, the rumor lamp. is that the chef is leaving to join another brewery, and that the brewery is closing. Like, they're selling all their stuff, and they're just done, and they're getting out of business. Okay. That's the rumor.
0: And there wasn't any signs of, like, a... I don't know, fire sale going mm. on. Because I took, I took the drive out there.
1: To Gray's Lake? Yeah. Man, that's that's up there, Brad. It's, it's still
0: not as far as Black Long. I looked at the map. <laughs> Does Black Long look further? Black yeah. Long is yeah. farther than Light the Lamp. But that's, they're pretty close to each funny. other. I have been seeing this picture of this burger from Light the Lamp for, yeah. I don't know, years now. Okay. And it looked great. Every time I'd see this picture. Yeah.
1: That was good, yeah. And you're, you're convinced it's not just the lighting or it's not just one or two people that nailed the shot. You're convinced, like, this this must be a good burger,
0: yeah. Yeah, and I feel like uh, we've heard
1: it's good too. I mean, you know, it does look good. I'm in agreement yeah. with you, it looks great. And then their beer has won uh, medals, fucking um, swinging single, yeah. We even had one of the last reels we had was with a light to lamp, a couple of light to lamp beers, you know, they had like a. They had a fruit of sour, and then they had, like, this kind of peanut butter thing, peanut butter ale. They were both delicious. We blended them, you know. Mm -hmm. So they weren't just a one-hit wonder either on the beer side.
0: Right. So I I made the truck out there mainly for the burger, but knowing the beer is good. I went in there. There was a few people there, um, not too crazy, which was kind of surprising because I think the the bears were playing Mm -hmm. and they had them on no
1: not a single person
0: in there was watching this football game oh
1: your uh, the baby bears have lost ten in a row. They're the worst team in football, so people just stopped watching I think they people just tuned out, yeah. okay,
0: uh but light the lamp is uh it's in the neighborhood, it's like very you're like driving up and it's just like houses on the lake, yeah, and it's like, oh, this is very cute and nice. no way this place is closing because. This is like your neighborhood
1: bar, right? And then, furthermore, that's a newer location. Their original location was like a strip mall location up the road, way smaller. Okay. This is a, that building is fairly new, even though they've been around for like eight years. The space they're in is not very old. Okay. Yeah. So, uh,
0: the burger was good. Uh, not forty-five minutes, hour drive. Good. Did they at
1: least have Merck's Cheddar? I feel like they got Merck's Cheddar. They
0: got okay. Merck's Cheddar. Okay.
1: Merck's Cheddar helps most cases. It, most of the time makes things yeah. better. Their sweet potato fries were better than their burger. Really? Yeah. We need more sweet potato fries right here. You know, Haymarket does a nice sweet potato tie. Uh, yeah. And um, we need more sweet potato
0: fries. So those were those were hit. Mm. I like those. And the burger, was it was good. But I felt like I could have went to Old Irving yeah. and got... Just as good, maybe even a better burger, mm-hmm. and it would have took me 10 minutes to get
1: to it. Fraction of the time. You know, I've had these moments where I'm on these romps in the suburbs, and it's, 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 uh, it's difficult to sometimes not get frustrated because of the route, you know, because of the journey. Mm-hmm. But then I think I have to resolve, and I'm not very good at this, I have to resolve that, hey, me going there is the joy. So no, no matter what I get or what I eat. And that's easier said than done, right? It's hard to stay positive when you make the route and then you go there and you just, and it leaves something to be desired. It's hard to to be excited.
0: Right. I wasn't, there was no part of me that was like disappointed. It wasn't bad. Okay. I was just like, that was far. I will not do that drive again for that burger or those beers. Like Mm -hmm. the beers are good. The burger's good. The menu, they had a lot of vegetarian options. So that was neat to see. Yeah. I'd have to be going with someone else that's like wanting to go up there.
1: Yeah.
0: So, I did it. I went to that brewery,
1: uh, possibly before it closes. It's that's what they. That's what the streets are saying, right? Or maybe. Or maybe not. Maybe, maybe it does it. Maybe they're closing in the way Goose Clyburn was closing for all those years. Right. Like they're this. telling.
0: They're telling people this to get them in the door. They got me in the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But then I'm sitting at the bar finishing up. Yeah. And I decided to be like, okay, well, what, what other spots can I hit up?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Look at the map, middle of nowhere. The closest place is
1: Black Long. Or Wisconsin. You yeah. guys would well just go to New Glares at that point.
0: I was like, I could go to Black We've just had some of their beers. We've gone up there. I yeah. feel like I need to go somewhere else. So I'm mm-hmm. like backtracking around. I see that like nightshade place. Oh,
1: so that's Waukegan. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That wouldn't have been bad, but I was like, ah, Nick went there. And then this place, Broken Tea.
1: Broken Tea.
0: Yeah, came up kind of on the way back to Chicago.
1: So, Light the Lamp is a hockey term, because they got the hockey hockey lantern that sits on top of the uh, goal. They had that as their logo at Light the Lamp. Okay. So, I think Broken Tea is, like, golf related, I think. I would think so, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, this place is in Highwood. It is a uh, kind of on the other side of the tracks from Kings and Convict.
1: Highwood, Illinois. Hello.
0: Yeah, not far from Ravinia Brewing. Too. Hey, you are
1: rocking this North Shore thing, man. Uh, Holy yeah. smokes.
0: There's like all the breweries are like clustered. Like there's like little pockets and then there's nothing for a long time. And then mm. there's like a few of them and then there's nothing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so Broken Tea, i went in
1: fairly new space i feel like i've heard of their opening
0: i think it was september of 2022 all right so really not that long ago uh there was a bunch of families in there watching the bears game yeah because it was still like going by the time i've done all this (laughs) (laughs) so they're in there so there's a bunch of kids like kind of running around mom like they locked themselves in the bathroom
1: and the mom's like "Uh, you don't
0: if you don't open this up, I'm taking your toy away or whatever it is she said to them will, to get them out of there.
1: I will leave you here. I will put a refrigerator in front of this door, and you'll be here forever. Yeah. And so I'm just... Uh, I hope she didn't say that. I, I, <laughs> you now live at this brewery.
0: <laughs> uh, I have one beer. I don't even remember what I got. Okay. It was good. And... That was kind of all there was. Like, it's a small spot.
1: Does it kind of blend into other things you've done when you left the city, right? Like, it didn't kind of... Nothing about it. And singles single thing kind of pulled you in and said, man, I'm at broken tea. Let's fucking go. No,
0: it feels a little like uh, Printer's Row, almost like family. The tanks are right there. Wood, cement yeah. look. They do have food. Okay. So they have a menu.
1: Um, if you're in Highwood, cause like you said, there is a gap. So like I'm in Rogers Park a lot. And if I go North through Evanston, if I pass Evanston, um, you know, Highwood's on the route before I hit, I guess like Highland Park and shit, I would hit Highwood first. Right. You know, with Netka, Kenilworth, all these little towns, all the North Shore shit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but anyway, yeah, you're right. Outside of McCushla, if you're going, if you're East and you're yeah. going straight North of the city. 1090 over there. Oh uh, yeah. See? Yeah. There ain't a lot over there. So there's there's room for a broken tea
0: right you know? and there's a really good coffee place like next door to it so i've got a coffee for okay. the drive back that place was packed um there was like no one when chain, I, local roaster or what uh, local place okay. when i left broken tea i was the only person in there besides like the couple people that worked there hmm. and the, the coffee place was packed Like, I was going into the coffee place, and there was, like, five other people going in at the same time. I was going in. It was busy. I was like, why does everyone hang out? Like, you can do the same thing at the brewery, too. You can pull out your laptop and work, too.
1: Yeah. Um, I was going to say the Brews Association said there were 9,500 breweries in America last year. Okay. All-time high. I'm wondering out loud, like, the feeling you got in the brewery was it the same feeling at the coffee shop? Like, with the experience of being at either, did one, like, was one more exciting than the other for you?
0: I felt like going into the coffee shop, I was like, something must be happening here. Uh, like, this this is the spot to go to. And the brewery was like, does no one know that's over there? Like, they also have food. Like, the fact that they had food and no one was there too after the, like, couple families left was sort of like, this is weird. Why is this coffee shop packed? If the coffee shop was empty, too, and I just chalk it up to just a lazy yeah. Saturday.
1: Yeah.
0: So. But found Broken Tea. So now if you're doing like a bike ride, because I've done the bike ride to Ravinia and Kings and Convict. Yeah. Toss in Broken Tea now. Okay. Cause it's, and they have food. So if you needed more food outside of tacos.
1: The old Broken Tea. Yeah. And, uh-huh. we,
0: and I don't know if Kings and Convict is still a place or not. Oh, man.
1: So. Kings and Convicts and got the Kings bitch. Order, order yourself a Kings bitch. I don't know. I've had those beers. <laughs> they are slightly disappointing. Yeah. Um, I did the one-two step of Beer Miscuous and Kings and Convicts when they broke the news because I worked in, I work in like fours.
0: Yeah, Beer Miscuous is right there.
1: Yeah, so I was kind of stressed out by this Kings and Convicts thing because I ordered the Kings bitch and I'm like, well, oh, what the fuck? So I just went to Beer Miscuous and I was like, give me the right way to heaven. Okay. Like, or the was it was I think it might have been stray jacket. Like bring it on. Let's just get let's just get right here.
0: Right. So now you can do Broken Tea, Beer Miscuous, Kings and Convicts, Ravinia. Okay. Be a nice little A nice little run right there.
1: Dig it. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I was curious about Broken Tea. Mm-hmm.
0: Now we know now we know. Huh. Now, you check check it out. I right rec- I recommend going to it. Okay. I was I had one beer, so I can't really I had food and beer at Light the Lamp, and I'm good. Broken tea's close enough that I'd be like, I'm going to go here again and give it another go. Okay. But Light the Lamp, I can. their beers are in stores. I can get their beer that's, that's true.
1: Canned. They're in cans. Yeah, because so. yeah, we had in cans. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Well, yeah. North Shore, North Shore Brad over here reporting uh, live from the Burbs. I guess. Where
0: am I, where am I going? <laughs> am I going south no. next time?
1: If you think things are spread out up north, wait till you, wait till you, you ain't seen nothing yet, buddy. Wait till you get out south, and you're like fucking half hour, hour between breweries. Uh,
0: how about you? Where'd you where'd you hit up?
1: Man, um, well, shout out to our beloved Chicago Bulls. I was at the United Center. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to give you a quick layout of the UC, man, it's uh, a lot of local restaurants, right? You know, uh, Little Goat, uh, Honey Boy Fried Chicken's there, Lily Q's there, uh, even uh, Gibson's. Steakhouse is oh, right. there, it was kind of weird. Um, but Goose has a pub there, so Goose has drafts at the bar, right? And then they have a little stand outside the bar where you can get uh, and this repeats throughout all three floors, okay? Where you can get all the hug stuff, and then you can get like uh, not the hug stuff, yeah. But, beer, oh, beer. B- I was like, big, the original when we say hugs, the, to be fair, the original hugs is big hugs, yeah. I right? was like,
0: that. okay. Goose doesn't make their so uh, hugs. How...
1: <laughs> all the bear hug stuff. So you can get every bear hug, and you can get 312 or uh, Line. Okay. And those little stations, little carts, little beer carts, are all around the building. Yeah. Um, and then all the craft beer is kind of regulated to this bar that's next to the atrium on the first 100 level called the Mad West Bar. So that's okay. where, you know, your 18th Streets, your Floyds, Bourbon County Stout, uh, Rev, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Even mm-hmm. Toppling Goliaths over there. Oh, okay. So you can get craft stuff, but it's off to the side, it's not on the main concourse at all. And then if you go one whether it's one hundred level or three hundred level, uh Goose and all the A B stuff, so Michelob Ultra and you know, Corona, shit like that. Okay. That's that's your layout at uh, United Center these days.
0: All right. Did you get a Bourbon County while you were there? No, I got Alpha King. What's the price on a Burma County? Uh shit,
1: just... sure, Alpha King was probably like twelve bucks. Right. So, so BCS probably fifteen. Fifteen, name, I guess. Fifteen, twenty. Yeah, which you know, you get a cup that's sixteen ounces. So at they're the, not giving you
0: sixty. They're gonna give you sixteen
1: ounces of bourbon. I cotton? think they only got the one cup, uh, right? I only <laughs> I think they only got the one size cup. <laughs> so you know, maybe I should have got that, but I just wasn't in the mood for BCS. I was like, bring on the Alpha King. Right. Okay. Um, oh yeah. Did you do it? Bulls through and two. No, you know what I did? I just went straight to the margaritas. There's <laughs> a Kettle One bar, Kettle One had margaritas, and Honey Butter Fried Chicken had a candied jalapeno margarita. So mm. my kid's like, I'm getting ice cream, waffle cone. What are you getting? I'm like, oh, I'm about to get margarita. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just drank margaritas all night. It was great. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, cheers to the Bulls. Oh, and then uh, for breweries, man, I ended up at uh, Forbidden Root, man. Forbidden Root and um, Midwest Coast. Okay. Which are two breweries that are not too far from United Center. Matter of fact, um, shit, you can, it's like a three minute walk from Midwest Coast to the United Center.
0: Right. If you don't want to get there early, um, you could hang out at Midwest Coast. You might even, if the game, if the Bulls are playing a bad team, they're going to lose. So you might as well just cut out early and head to Midwest.
1: Yeah. I love it's when you look on the Chicago Brewing District website, it's not listed, but it's essentially a part of the brewing district, right? I think it's a little too far west and they don't include it or maybe it's just newer and they just and they didn't pay the fee or whatever to get in. But <laughs> but it's not on the website. Okay. But it's basically over there. Um yeah, Wednesday night and like Brad's saying, it's like, man, it was kinda perfect. It's reminded me of like the throwback days when beer wasn't crazy popular. It's dog friendly. I go in there, there's two dogs and there's like maybe four people total. I got the whole lounge
0: area to myself. That would be good. That would be weird if dogs
1: outnumbered people.
0: Just, you go to a... <laughs> you
1: go take a piss, and then there's just a dog just kind of hanging out in the bathroom. <laughs> like
0: one guy and like five dogs. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: So I got the English, English Sporting Beer. That's their beer they won at a JPF. That's their ESB. And then I got a... Well, let me slow down. 14 beers to pick from at the old Midwest Coast. That's that's too many. That's a ton of beer. That's too many. And, you know... Uh, so then... um. One of them was a Barrel-Aged Maud, which was a uh, wine Barrel-Aged Sour. Hmm. It, looked, it looked like a wine barrel Sour. Not a lot of wine. A little bit of wine. Okay. Not a lot of sour. Just a very muted profile. So it was fine. Uh, the ESB is where you want to be, though. It's English Sporting Beer, you know, uh, Hunkers Ale. I think the brewers and Hunkers Real also ESB. When they make Honkers of Ale, they'll always tell you it's a pain in the ass to make because it's got, like, seven different fucking hops in it. It's yeah. got four different malts. Just a very big beer with, at, like, 4%. Very big flavor. So, ESB is where you want to be at okay. this fucking place. So, I uh, went to Midwest Coast. Oh, former guest on the show. He was saying how his... Uh, the uh I think the head brewer um runs the beer, obviously, is the head brewer. And then his sister designed the uh, tap room. Right. Yeah. And I think his dad was, like, an owner of the... Hockey team the San Jose sharks I believe yeah yeah okay
0: because so. we've uh you know off off pod we've talked about who could close yeah Midwest's is like popped up in the conversation but they got money they, got you some, know. they possibly have some deep pockets just and, to like you run know. it out for a while
1: and you can tell by when you're sitting in a place that it's it's made it's a very inviting space. It's yeah. not a bootstrap operation. It, it's very nice.
0: Right. And they're making good beer. There's no reason for them to close. Not like This is Brad's thing. Every
1: week, Brad is like... Who's closing? <laughs> I'm like, Brad, I don't know how I feel about this. We can't every week, you know, put our... <laughs> pull names out of a hat of who we think is going to close, man. We can't keep doing this to the good... Uh, small businesses of this fair city.
0: That's what I'm saying. You gotta support them. I'm driving out there, 45 minutes. That's
1: true. Brad is a, Brad is on the front line. Um, so shout out to the Midwest Coast. And then um, I went to Forbidden Route You know, so that was my one-two step. Forbidden Route's is probably a five-minute drive from there. Okay. The original Forbidden Route on Chicago Avenue. You got Ten percent rose. You know, man, not not that great. You did. I did. That's my that's my jam. That's what I get every time I go. <laughs> Um, Forbidden Root was on my mind because, uh, Randy Moser was on some podcast and he was talking about, you know, reactions of malt. He was talking about something else, but they asked him about his beer projects and he said, um, he said two things that caught my, um, he talked about Forbidden Root. He said Forbidden Root, the top selling beer, Forbidden Root is the strawberry basil hefeweizen. Okay. Yeah. Kind of caught me off guard, but it makes sense, you know, approachable. It's, you know, Mm uh, savory sweet kind of thing going. Um, oh, and that, uh forbidden root Five Rabbit is not dead Five Rabbit is on hiatus they're not officially dead they needed to right size and sell their equipment but um, pending uh, uh, next round of funding they're going to resurface in Pilsen they've targeted Pilsen and they're just working out the details on funding so they're not dead they're on hiatus was the term he used no
0: (laughs) no way you could come back and be like hey we're Five Rabbit people be like I didn't like your beers before. You're making new beers now. or Not to say that some people probably didn't like them or oh, whatever. Right. They're, they're fine. They were like, but if I randomly saw Five Rabbit on the shelf again, I am not picking this up. If they like,
1: do this again, it has to be a customer-facing play, and it has to just be a Pilsen thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Do not put your beer in the store because no one's getting this. You, you, like, burned
1: all that. You know what's funny about the Fire Rabbit story is that You know, it was the first Latin brewery in the country, I think, you know, all those years ago, 2013 or whatever. First
0: first Latin craft? First
1: Latin craft brewery, yeah. Because, you know, we're not talking like Modelo and shit. Hmm. Right. But yeah, you're right. First Latin craft brewery. Oh, but they were going to move to Pilsen, but they decided that the space they wanted wasn't big enough. So that's when they ended up in Bedford Park out there by Midway Airport with this massive space. And then they started contracting for... Uh, L syndicate because they had so much space right and it was a big go bigger go home kind of thing But they their journey started in Pilsen. They were gonna go to Pilsen first.
0: Imagine if they could if they just went to Pilsen, been like the space isn't big enough We're also going to look for a second location to contract or to brew bigger stuff. But yeah. We'll have this spot Because the tap room is important.
1: The tap room is important um, You know when you go to Pilsen it's a certain kind of Latin vibe out there. Like, it's like a primarily uh, Latino neighborhood, but it's kind <clears> of, <throat> it's kind of hipster Latin, you know? Sure. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, very mm-hmm. art forward, very cool food, very vibrant, very, it's not like uh you go to some neighborhoods and it can be like an all Latin neighborhood mm-hmm. and it's just like this kind of working class, kind of mm-hmm. uh, not as exciting, not as vibrant kind of thing. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pilsen's not like that. Pilsen's a very fucking cool neighborhood. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so that's what had me thinking about Fire Rabbit and Forbidden Root, and that's why I met that Forbidden Root. Okay. Fucking Midwest Coast had 14 beers, <laughs> Forbidden Root had 16 beers. I thought everybody was kind of scaling back, and I see these two, and I'm like, well, these guys are outliers because they, they're letting it rip.
0: Maybe they are scaling back, and no one's buying their beer. They're like, oh, you got to make something else because no one's buying mm. our uh, – Passion fruit um, stout,
1: yeah. <laughs> I want to say um, at both locations, um, m- the majority was draft, but then they both had like a can list as well. Okay, yeah. So I, um, I think I got, well, I got the rosé, the ten percent rosé, and then I got like a um, a guava, a five percent guava kettle sour thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I got the burger. That's a good burger.
0: That's a that's a better burger. That's a great burger.
1: Yeah. I did get the burger. Like,
0: I go there because of the burger, and then they happen to have beers I like.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, you know, uh, Forbidden Root happened to be an old uh, movie theater back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, so you can kind of see that classic arched structure of a theater and when you walk in. Mm-hmm. So, I had not been in forever, man. It was nice just hanging at the bar, you know. Um, no yeah. branded glassware okay. at Forbidden Root. At Midwest Coast, they're, they... They Got the little dog with the fucking aviators on, yeah. Um, yeah, but no for no, no branded glassware at the Forbidden okay. So. Damn,
0: uh, cool. Any other spots? Anything else you hit up?
1: No, man, that's I think it? That's, that's
0: it. That's a, I feel like that was a pretty good run for this week for us.
1: It's you know, it good. It good to get out, yeah.
0: Getting um, you know, no dry January here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what are we going to do? Just go to work and that's it? I, mean, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know.
0: Are you see in all the stuff, the non-alcoholic beer stuff, like there are a lot of, there are a lot of options, are a lot of good options. Yeah. I've seen like, I randomly saw a few TikToks where people are like, I'm drinking these, these are just as good as beer Like, and I don't get drunk. It's like, yeah, you're, you're an alcoholic if you're like drinking six beers every night and yeah. now you're like, oh, this is great, I'm not drunk. It's like, yeah, that's what most people do. You don't have to just Pound your case of Bush,
1: you know. Like we we got this four pack, we're having some sips. Um, I saw something non alcoholic wine, and I'm like, non alcoholic wine goes by another word, doesn't it? Juice. I was, I was so confused. I'm Pretty like, this, sure is this fuzzy juice. This is carbonated juice,
0: man. Yeah, you know, in the mornings I drink non alcoholic mimosas.
1: <laughs> it is weird, man. cause yeah, but to your point, like I don't know anybody. Either we are functioning alcoholics or we don't know anyone who just, like, struggles and has to drink all the time.
0: Uh, yeah, I saw someone post, like, Try January is for alcoholics. Yeah. Like, I, not to say, like, people drink a lot during the holidays, so some people just are like, I just want, like, a, a break. Take, yeah, take and some time it's, off. it's like, that's fine. That's About, fair. Like, And there's lots of good options now. Yeah. But, and the, I know the breweries do suffer during this January time, not only because of dry January but people sort of like take it easy after the holidays like they're not going out and everything so and then
1: a lot of times you had a mild winter I don't want to ruin it by saying that but and most times, winters are more extreme than this. Yes, yeah, so I am, don't want to go out. I'm like I'm good. I'll stay home. I got a gang home. of shit in the fridge, in multiple fridges. Right.
0: Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I will just sit here and drink Deep Woods. And that'll be that. <laughs> <laughs> about to do. four o'clock is I'm drinking the Deep Woods, and um, that's that. <laughs> so yeah, no dry January, but there are lots of good options. Um, and yeah, it's fun. It's fun to see the breweries, especially some of them are now starting to do now an
1: alcoholic beer. The category, I think, is have, has better options, I mean, options that taste better.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: same thing with vegans. Like, you go to some vegan joints and you're like, eh, this wants to be a hot dog, but this is a shitty vegan hot dog. And then some joints are like, yo, this tastes just like a hot dog. I'm wondering if it's actually a hot dog or not. Right. Beer has entered that space where it doesn't even feel... Like, you know, you go to um, who's the crew that brews at Great Central, the uh, Big Drop guys. Right. You get a Mexican stout from those boys, and you're like, yo, I'm not even missing. This tastes so much like a stout that doesn't bother me at all that it's not alcoholic. Yeah,
0: and I'm all for it. Like, you know, we drink a lot of stuff that's, like, much lower in alcohol. We drink those big stouts, too, but most of the time.
1: On the show, that's true. There's
0: a lot there of lower I was stuff. drinking 5% beer because... I don't, we don't need to get trashed. Yeah. Then the show's no good. We're just silly here.
1: You know, you look up, it's an hour and a half, everything sucks, and, and a lot of all many F-bombs, and we haven't really discussed anything. <laughs> you know? Yeah, so we do keep it, that's true. So,
0: but So I'm have to drive out or find a new burb to go to. Man.
1: <laughs> uh, North Shore Brad.
0: I think i, I got to go to Skeleton Key. I've skeleton, not key? Been, I've not okay. been skeleton Key? I've not been to Skeleton Key, they're back open now. They right? are
1: back open. Back from the tornado. Yeah. So you know, I I like Suburban Brad. This is nice. This is a nice addition to the show. But they don't have food, right? No, it's in a strip mall too. Mm. Just like a classic industrial strip mall. See, I
0: need one. I need a spot with. I need one with food. and one with no food.
1: Man, get that Portillo's. Uh, Uber Eats action going, man. I guess so. Get that tillow. get that tillos delivered to you. You know,
0: <laughs> just show up with the Culvers, be like, "All right." You know, and that's
1: the suburb of romp. If you're a skeleton can't order some Culvers. You're you now. You're in there. Okay. You know, that's a like, truth. Oh, I had
0: the burger at Skeleton key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I think I gotta do that. Cool. Uh, what else is happening? Yeah. Oh, so speaking of places closing,
1: Rock Bottom. The old Rock Bottom. Um, Chicago's, as far as we can tell, in the modern sense, this was Chicago's oldest bre- downtown brewery. Uh, Cause right, yeah. Burgoff Berghoff has been open longer, but Berghoff wasn't a brewery until recently, until like, you know, 2013 when Randy Moja got involved. Mm-hmm. So, shit. And Rock Bottom's, we we think like 99, something like that?
0: Yeah, somewhere around 2000, because it was 20 years yeah. that they closed. So, it's, you know, it could have been 2003, yeah. really. Uh, it's hard to... Th- Hard to really say. I didn't, I didn't see anything that said when they opened, Just said after twenty years we're closing.
1: Yeah. Um. You know, we had this talk with Rev about why there's not a lot of breweries downtown. Because you know, I we wanted I wanted to see Rev downtown. Because if I'm down, I'm downtown a lot. Yeah. Um. So you got Crushed by Giants and Berghoff and you did have Rock Bottom.
0: Yeah. And you got that one that you got a preview of that's opening. Oh,
1: Industry Ales that's going to be opening in this in the not loop. Not
0: far from where Rock Bottom was. That's
1: very true. Um, and the but the, the the rev guys are saying uh, most property downtown is not for sale so you're just gonna have these crazy rental prices and no one can justify that okay um, the rock bottoms um, in Minnesota closed since September and I want to say um,
0: Orland Park's closed
1: Milwaukee closed too
0: I think Bolingbrook or Orland Park and yeah Bolingbrook closed I think Warrenville's still open
1: so you're seeing I mean they have a different management structure so Rock Bottom a national chain let's start there Rock Bottom's closing The Rock Bottom Chicago was more significant I think it was significant as fuck for Chicago um, not only for, for its location but you know a lot of cool brewers kind of graduated from that Rock Bottom
0: Pete Crowley like kind of built what this Illinois beer scene is today out of Rock
1: Bottom when you talk about you know the godfather Pete Crowley um, the Largest event in the city, or is uh, Oak Park? It's not in the city, but Oak Park is the l- largest guild event, and then Fobab is the most revered event in town. And, and Pete had a hand in both of those, and Pete was a brewer for like ten plus years at this Rock Right. Yeah. So.
0: Do we go? We gotta go to Warrenville probably before it closes, right?
1: Is there? There's a rock bottom in Warrenville.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's probably. It's uh, got to it, it, bite the dust then too. It feels to, like they're
1: closing. Yeah, I mean, because. I mean, is there, and when you look at the landscape, like, I wonder, like, how much of their, like, Granite City is, one, is a, t- a similar thing. Rock Bottom right. ferments on site, right? I think, but uh, Granite City, if I got it right, Granite City, and the wort is shipped in, and they ferment it there. But okay. they don't make the wort at okay, the yeah. Granites. But it's not a whole lot different from this Rock Bottom thing. And all the Granite Cities, I think, are gone.
0: Oh, so, they are? Yeah.
1: So it's like this this idea of this chain, national. But,
0: but it's a ch- it's. A- TGI Fridays that makes beer. So it's like, shouldn't it work? Like, why doesn't it work? Are TGI Fridays closing? Is Chili's uh, well, closing?
1: Been with, uh, I, <laughs> I, it's been a long time. Yeah. I I like a TGI Fridays like the next guy, but you know, I mean, there's just smaller, cooler versions of of those things now, right? So it's just for whatever reason, it's not as relevant. I but to your point, man, that rock bottom should work. It's the only fucking thing downtown essentially. You know, we talk about crushed by Giants, but crushed by Giants doesn't have two bars and upstairs and a fucking rooftop, like killer rooftop that through a festival every year. Right,
0: and you can't take your kids there and be like, I'm going to get, I don't know, the Ruben, and they can get their chicken wings and chicken fingers and fries. You know,
1: you go in this joint, you see all these fucking awards, and you know, I don't understand why it's not working. I don't think it's a rent thing, but it sounds like... The people who run the company that owns Rock Bottom just does not want to be bothered with it.
0: Yeah, but 20 years, I saw someone mention like this, that could have been like a lease being up time because a lot of those businesses are like sometimes 5, 10, 20 years on yeah, those no. leases. It just might have came to an end and maybe they were going to jack up those prices because it's downtown and they're like, that's not worth it. We haven't, we were screwed for two years. It's barely coming back now, downtown, so, you Big, know. big
1: star downtown. We're we Oh, yeah. Federales, here we come.
0: Yeah, what, something big has to
1: go in there. It's a very nice space. Oh. Oh, shit. A... My bad, my bad, my bad. Next, Goddamn, I'm not a professional. Who's gone? they are getting a phone in. After all these years. In, all these years <laughs> I'm still not a fucking professional.
0: Uh, oh, but shit. yeah, I don't know who goes into the rock bottom. It's either a restaurant or it's torn down and we get condos.
1: That's a killer space. Um, I, doubt a, I doubt a brewery can swing it down there. If Half Acre and Rev have, they've clearly talked about it, if you talk to those guys, at least Rev has. And I don't think people can justify paying that much rent down there. Even if you crush it, you probably still a break-even proposition because you're paying so much. You're paying out the ass to be there. You know, who can't afford it is, like, you know, big restaurant chain, unfortunately, right? T.F. Fridays. Man, TGI Fridays <laughs> with a rooftop. TGI Fridays keeps this brewing equipment and consults with Pete Crowley and just has TGI Friday branded beers. No, they just do Seltzer's. They
0: just brew Seltzer's. Jesus Christ.
1: You had me all the way up to the, the Seltzer only thing. They're
0: TGI Fridays, only Seltzer's rooftop.
1: I told you about this Jack Daniel burger sauce at TJ Fridays. It's quite nice. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Imagine having that with a, a mango salsa. <laughs> it's, it's quite nice. Yeah. It's a goddamn shame, man. You know, because it's kind of, it's weird. We've been talking about beer for a long time, you know. And it, it's weird that in some circles, beer is an old man thing. It's weird that breweries are closing. But it, you know, it's the circle of life, right? All-time high in breweries in 2022. This is bound to happen.
0: Yeah, you know. I think the rock bottom one hits people, especially that have been in beer for a, a long time. It hits them a little more than Smiley Brothers closing.
1: Haley Shine used to uh, brew there. She was a... Um, Bader brought tried to poach her, but she ended up going to Ares. So she was Ares's first brewer. So at one time, Ares had an all-female crew. The owner, the chef, and the brewmaster right. were all women. Haley Shine worked there. Um, so that means the uh, Pink Blue Society, they brewed their beers there you know, every year. So yeah, it was a little more sentimental. And it it, lit- it was literally... The home to the first fo'bat was literally rock bottom. The polar beer fest. Polar beer fest on the roof. Um, Yeah, and then on top of that, shit, it's it's a brewery that I don't know what the other rock bottoms were doing, but I remember rock bottom being everyone can just do whatever the fuck they want as a for the most
0: part they had to brew like I think the staples like the fireman pale or fireman red and a couple others, but. Otherwise, you could kind of do whatever you wanted.
1: so that was cool you know that was cool. so it was kind of a training ground. I think it was a block club Chicago that said uh, Chris Bodges who's the head brewer at three Floyds used to work there. Oh too. shit okay so I, did, I didn't know that part yeah but yeah kind of sad to see it go especially in a town like this where we kind of you know we're kind of known for like these historic old things that we all kind of revere it' mm. it's kind of kind of sucks because you we know nothing another brewery's not going in there. Yeah,
0: unless the city, you know, funded some sort of like Chicago brewery co-op like thing that was downtown, or, but that's not gonna happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, cause money talks. Yeah, some big is gonna swoop in and turn it into something generic. Right. Uh, Chick fil A. Or uh, what's that uh, KFC, Pizza Hut, fucking thing oh, yeah. that they have? The Yum <laughs> brands. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah, Taco Matt. Bell, Pizza Hut, <laughs> KFC. No. All right, damn. Uh, uh, better news Beguile's turning 10. Cheers to Bell, man. That's pretty, that's pretty amazing. So that's half the time Rock Bottom, like that's what sort of messes with my mind here that Rock Bottom's always been here and it says it closes after 20 years, but then Beguile's been here for 10 now. And it's like, so they've been here. Rock Bottom was only here 10
1: years before Beguile. We drank a lot more Beguile than we did Rock Bottom. Right. Yeah.
0: So that's kind of like, that's crazy. That's great for Beguile. And also just like crazy in the time thing. that
1: You don't, when you think of Beguile, you don't think of them being half the age of Rock Bottom. Right. That's true. That's wild. Man. Um, I think Batch 1000 is really good at fucking Beguile. Okay. That barely's probably one. I enjoyed it at the party.
0: And <laughs> were you just uh there's YouTube of us drinking the uh pajamas, the bourbon and
1: the maple one. Yeah. That's the thing, man. Like smaller breweries, you know, they're out here throwing events and they're out here touching the people. And if you're rock bottom, that's not a focus. You're counting on people to come to you. You know. Yeah, they
0: tried for like I think a little bit and I think COVID just Destroyed any of that sort of like possible goodwill. They were starting to gain back
1: and if you're corporate owned and you and your corporations And your headquarters is out of town and it probably doesn't matter to you to show up at all these things to keep your name out there
0: Right, so. you're just working at rock bottom to get the job at the the better brewery get
1: the experience and get the hell out of there uh, Who knows? Yeah.
0: But yeah, good for beguiled and turn ten. There's gonna be some events around that. So keep a lookout on their like
1: Facebook or Twitter and for that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm going through these beer for lounges, man. I'm feeling great. I know.
0: Like do I open another one? But we're we're wrapping up. There's some in there, man. There's I, I, plenty in there. Anything else? Anything else to discuss, mention before we get out of here? No, no, I
1: think that's it, man. Uh the world the world the Chicago beer championships were this week.
0: Chicago beer or
1: world beer? Sorry, the world beer championships. World beer. Were this week, um, so maybe next week we'll have a full list of all the winners since you know breweries are posting that they won, but the tasting.com has not posted the full list.
0: Okay, who were some of the winners you saw?
1: Um, I saw a uh, microphone won okay. like thrice, and then another crew I've never heard of in Rock Island, Illinois. Okay, yeah, had and won, and then they not that, like the Rock Island Oyster. This they have blue in the name, they're so mm-hmm. unfamiliar that I forgot their name when I saw this. And they won like six times. I'm like, hmm. I gotta get to the bottom of this. But that's always a festival or a tasting, a competition where people you don't expect to win usually win. So I'm okay. curious to know like who all entered and who all won because Short Fuse wins a lot of that thing. I Can Open wins a lot of that thing. You know, folks that you don't really expect. Hey, Short Fuse,
0: that's right. Short Fuse was winning everything for a while, and <laughs> no one could understand why or how.
1: Yeah, and they're still here. Uh, yeah. Beer championships was part of that. Our- <laughs> Yeah, no, so we're, more to come on that. we need got to get to the bottom of who all won there. All right. Yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, well, then that's going to do it for this episode, our beer for lounging. Uh, Nick, where can people get in touch when we're not here?
1: Hey, man. I'm on Twitter, at Nicosio.
0: And I'm on Twitter, at BRad, Chicago Beer Pass, Twitter, uh, Instagram, website, ChicagoBeerPass.com. Episodes are posted there. And we'll be back soon with some more uh, stops we hit up, some suburban locations I go and eat burgers at uh, yeah I'll do
1: it take care cheers